Welcome to the Humans of the Hub podcast. Hub Coworking Hawaii is a co-working, meeting, and event space on Oahu. Since its founding, the Hub has served thousands of members and hundreds of companies. This podcast is about getting to know some of the entrepreneurs, freelancers, and remote workers who use the Hub as a base of operations. Welcome to the latest episode of Humans of the Hub. I'm joined today by Wade Nakasone. He is a mortgage guru with Aloha Mortgage Advisors. Wade's originally from Maui. Um, He's married and has two boys who are now in college. And uh, I think we got to start out and hear the story behind the mortgage guru title. That's... (laughs) Well, it's kind of a joke, play on words, but, um, you know, I, I own my own branch and self-employed, so I can call myself whatever I want. So that's, that's, that's what we're sticking with. Yeah. I want to know some of the ones that were thrown out the window. I think <laughs> <laughs> Just no, tra- right. uh, traditional ones, you know what I mean? But yeah, so basically, um, you know, you typically hear loan officer or, um, you know, loan agent or something like that. So. But yeah, too boring, man. Gotta, gotta mix it up a little bit, you know. What's the have fun with of, it? Yeah, what's the point of being in charge if you can't have fun, right? Yeah, there you go. Right on, man. Well, thanks for joining me today, Wade. So, um, I just want to start out uh, sort of at the beginning and hear like, how did you originally get into the mortgage business? Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I, I kind of stumbled into it, but honestly, um, it's more of a second career for me. Uh, my, my original major in college was uh, uh, in athletic training, basically rehabbing and uh, taking care of athletes and their injuries. So I worked at the university, did a few years in high school. And um, when I had my first son, my oldest son, I um, kind of was looking for something different, looking for more of a nine to five type of gig. So um, yeah, started moonlighting and within like three months, um, caught wind of a refi boom and just decided to make a leap. So here I am 20 years later and um, yeah, best move I've ever made. So fortunately it worked out, you know, nothing's no straight line for sure. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. Uh, see my markets up and down and in and out. So, but uh, yeah, no regrets. What have you learned during some of those? I mean, uh, I think, um, the markets, as you said, are always changing, right? And it's been in flux a lot since COVID. What are some of the things that you've learned over 20 years during those like those bull markets and those bear markets? Uh, great question. So, well, first up, um, put, you know, squirrel away some nuts when, when times are good. That's number one. Because, uh, you know, if it's summer all the time, winter's going to come at some point. So um, that's, that's, that's rule number one. And number two is, you know, uh, the beauty of being self-employed, and I think a lot of people here at the Hub get it too, it's whatever you put in, you can reap the benefits of, right? So the harder you work, um, you know, the more you make, the more free time you got, all that kind of stuff comes into play, you know, versus, you know, a traditional, you know, regular job. But, you know, um, you give up a lot of security with regard to that, right? So, um, you know, as far as job security or, or having just collecting a paycheck and going home. Um, but, um, you know, upside can be super great. So 
uh, get on yourself and you know take a chance yeah i love it which which you did right um i mean three years ago so you've been out of the hub working out of the hub now for i think about three years and around the same time as when you started your own branch why did you decide to to go out and start your own branch start working for yourself yeah, uh, I've been in the biz for about 20 years. I've done the regional thing, the national companies, the local banks. Um, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, I always coming back to just a passion for helping people. Um, I was employed with, you know, a bunch of different people. I probably made them a heck of a lot of money. Um, but yeah, basically in an intense conversation with my CPA uh, and my bookkeeper, and they're like, bro, you know, if you can, like, if you're self-employed, you can deduct all this stuff. And I'm going to save you, like, six figures in taxes. And I'm like, huh, you know. So that's kind of what's, you know, stirred the pot a little bit, you know. And then, you know, uh, right now I got two kids in college, so I'm buried in tuition. So that was kind of a, you know, uh, kind of a turning point, I, I guess you could say. Right? The, the, the fire got turned up there. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know. We knew the refi boom was coming at that time, right? Rates were really low, um, especially with the pandemic. So it kind of made sense to just, right, turn it on at that time. And uh, instead of, you know, making all my bosses rich, try and, you know, recoup some of that and, and pay more expenses and, and do some stuff. So, so far, so good. It's worked out. Um, but, you know, again, uh, stressful life, you know, being self-employed a little bit, uh, a lot of risk. But, you know, high reward as well, you know, and ability to create your own culture, right, uh, with the company and, and all that kind of stuff. It, it, uh, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah, no regrets. And around the same time you started that is when you started working out of the hub. So why did you decide instead of working from home or renting a traditional office to come down to a co-working space here at the hub? Great question. So, yeah, um, you know, we had some offers to even like buy some, you know, commercial units and stuff like that. I mean, why, why take the risk, you know what I mean, of doing all that when I can just come in here, turn key, uh, everything's on, right? Coffee's brewing. Uh, um, you know, when we had beer, I had occasional beer, right? Friday afternoon or whatever. But um, I love it, you know? Um, so I am in a, Soundbox now. I previously was in a, another office, but uh, it's great security, right? I can lock things up, come and go as I please. I'll stay here late at night. I'll come and pop in on the weekend, right? Use the scanner, use the copier, right? Uh, get a quick shower after a workout, whatever, right? I love the location. It's five minutes from my house. Um, I just, I love the flexibility with regard to that. Uh, I've been here for a while. I even thought about, you know, buying furniture and putting in my things. But I mean, I don't know. It's even necessary, man, because I can rent that stuff here and I don't have to lift a finger, you know. Um, I probably bought a couple of these uh, rising tables already, you know, with the rent I paid. But I'm okay with that, you know, quite honestly. It's just, it's super convenient and, and I love it. Um, I've actually, you know, even visited the Waikiki and stuff like that. And, you know, if they have other locations, I'll probably pop in there as well. I love it, man. All about the convenience, right? That way you can focus on growing your business and doing your work. That's it, having to right? Stress Less time spending stuff. about, you know, uh, worrying about somebody to come in and do my IT for me or, right, put in, 
whatever. I mean, it's just it's at a cost, you know, trying to get or rent my own copy machine or whatever with that. So it, it's, I, I love the convenience. Perfect. You were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, being able to provide for your family and doing this and, and what you were passionate about with your work, like besides being able to um, put your two sons through college, what is it that you love about working in the mortgage industry? You know, I, I, uh, I'm passionate about getting renters to be homeowners. You know, um, we don't only focus on first-time homeowners, but I, I feel, you know, so much gratitude when we can get somebody to their first place um, or even upgrade right from a, a condo to a single family or whatever. Um, you just feel it, you know, from a, especially if they're, they have a family. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But the fact that they have their own place. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's such a, a huge blessing. And, and especially with the cost of uh, living in Hawaii, the cost of housing, uh, the more people want to reside here and leave a legacy here and leave something to their, you know, to their kids or grandkids or whatever, you know, the, the time to do it is now, right? It's like the uh, old Chinese proverb, best time to plant a tree was yesterday, right? So uh, prices continue to rise. Uh, it'll never come down. Right, we got a finite amount of land here, so um, you know I, I want to help as many local people or or you know residents here get some piece of the rock before you know it's unattainable. But yeah, true, truly have a passion for that. And I think that's probably a scary prospect for a lot of people like me. You know, I don't have a mortgage; I'm not a homeowner yet. What have you learned, or what what did you tell people to help like um, get over that? Uh, you know, fear of taking on such a burden or having that um, unknowing. Like, what what do you say to sort of like help people through that process? That's that's a great question. Yeah. So the hardest part, right? Obviously, uh, you know, you walk somebody to the plank and, and they don't want to put their foot in the water, right? So a lot of people are are unaware, um, you know, of what they can qualify for. Number one, number two, it's it's fear of that unknown, right? Um, it's easy to pay rent, right? But, you know, rent can get you kicked out. You might have to move because they're going to sell it. Rent always increases, right? But if we can get, you know, people into even a starter unit, right? It may not be the greatest thing, but it's yours, right? And and typically what we see in the mortgage industry or real estate industry in general is um, history tells us, statistics tell us, that every 15 years, 12 to 15 years, prices will double, right? So if we got a, a median single family home on Oahu right now, close to a million dollars, then in 10 to 15, well, 12 to 15 years from now, it's going to be worth two mil. Who can afford that, right? There's no way that income is going to double or, you know what I mean? Uh, at that pace, right? Income hasn't gone up, you know? so much in, in the last 10 years. So, you know, um, my suggestion is, hey, you know, give me a call. Let's talk a little bit and let's get work on a game plan. You know what I mean? To, to get something. Um, just get your foot in the door. Just get in the game. You know what I mean? Um, and again, because, you know, what's going to happen is, you know, and, and the hard part for people is, you know, a lot of times it's budgeting. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I think a lot of it's just fear. That's that's what I truly see a lot of. Um, I can recall a bunch of 
people or, or you know former clients in the past who got into contract had cold feet and then a year or two later could not afford a place that they would have been able to buy and regretted it and it it sucks but you know hindsight's always 2020 you know what i mean but if i can provide any kind of wisdom with regard to that is hey man if you right if let's look back in the past if you've been renting for 10 years how much did you pay right no tax deductions number one and then at the same time if you bought a place 10 years ago what was that place going to cost versus today what is that going to look like in 10 years from now so you know just trying to educate i mean that's to me that's the key right not lecture uh, that's that's rough but at the same time like hey man you know just trying to educate people and get them off you know paying for someone else's mortgage you know and i mean hopefully you know if if your goal is to live here and even if not you know what i mean um typical real estate in hawaii goes up five percent a year that's the average right if we look at a linear um type of the slope and that's how we get to the you know, hundred percent change in fifteen years, right? By compounding, so five five percent a year, it's that's a lot. You know what I mean? When you're talking about, you know, starter condo at three four hundred thousand, you know, and and for a lot of people, you know, there might be some misconceptions that you know, um, you know, way back when, I guess for our parents and grandparents, you needed twenty percent down. You don't need that now. You can get away with three percent, five percent. Um, if you live in a rural areas, potentially zero down. If you're a veteran, right, or in the guard or anything like that, no down as well. So a lot more flexibility now. I think there are a lot more loan options. Um, so, and, and, you know, as far as for me, I'm a mortgage broker. So basically, you know, we do the shopping for the clients, right? And we have access to 50, 70 lenders, um, you know, where we can use local banks, we can use you know, uh, mainland companies get super aggressive, but there's also uh, other, you know, types of loans that are very good, especially for self-employed people, right? Because if you have a good uh, bookkeeper or CPA, they want to write everything off, right? Um, mine does, right? So it looks like I don't make anything on paper, but I'm writing off all my expenses, all my meals, all that stuff. So if you have, you know, we can use bank statements, we can use different things, Um you know, less documentation to find something that works, right, for, for all types. And, and you know, um, during the pen, well, I guess from the mortgage crash back in 08, uh, the industry got real tight as far as documentation is concerned. That's really opened up now, right? And then now you got all these hedge funds trying to get, you know, into loans and this and that. So, again, uh, more creative products, uh, more common sense products um, can help the self-employed borrowers. And, and business owners, you know what I mean? Because, you know, the hard part is you, know, it's, you get a bad rap if you're self-employed because you're trying to write off all your expense, right? Uh, trying to uh, not pay taxes, but then at the same time, now on paper, it looks like you don't make money, which is not really not true. So, right. um, yeah, sorry. No, no, that's great. I'm glad I asked, right? And that's why, because it's such a complicated, complex industry, you know, and I think for people like me who don't know anything about it, it's very opaque, but it sounds like just getting the conversation started. I mean, this is why people come to you as an expert, right? Help them walk through the process. Um, so besides helping more 
people get into a starter home or find something that they can, you know, build a legacy with and pass down. For you as a business, what are you focused on with Aloha Mortgage Advisors in the next, say, five years? Great question. So, yeah, we're more of a, a small mom and pop shop. Uh, you know, we have our own employees, I have our own processors, stuff like that. But, you know, we're looking for other loan officers who are looking to grow. Um, we have great competition plan, um, you know, and, and great direction. Uh, so we're trying to build this business, of course, um, right, and get through the, uh, you know, tougher stretches together, um, build a better culture, trying to refine the, the ultimate client experience, right? Um, and then, of course, service our realtors, financial advisors, and all divorce attorneys, all our other referral sources that we try to, you know, uh, reciprocate right, um, clients with and grow. And again, you know, we want to be, we don't want to be transactional, right? We want to be the lender for life, right? We want to be able to help people, not just with the mortgage part, but to be able to connect with good people, right? Uh, who are going to take care of each other and, and just build a big team, you know what I mean? And, and um, just be able to help people on their day-to-day, right? Because everybody could use some help, right? So however we can help them, okay, you know, not just financially, but, you know, I, I get calls from clients all the time. Hey, you have a handyman you can refer me to, right? We need some work done or this and that or whatever. So, you know, um, there's so many ways that everybody needs help. You know what, man? It's, this, is, this is why we're here, right? Let's help each other out, right? And I love the um, collective at the hub as well. You know what I mean? There's such a collaborative effort. People are talking stories and get to know people. And, um, you know, I know everybody's busy, but at the same time, it, it's a great networking uh, or place to network and, and meet new people. And, you know, everybody has, you know, their own little niche as far as what they do. And, you know, I've met some great people here that, you know, we try to collaborate on different things. So it's great. Yeah, it's such a diverse group, right? And when you're in the uh, kitchen yeah. grabbing coffee for every time to like meet some people and talk story. Um, I know you're hustling, but when you're not busy working and not busy growing your branch, what do you do just for fun? Um, you know, I, I love to eat, right? Like, love to try different places. I love to travel. That gets a little tricky, right? Um, but at least I have, you know, people on the ground here who can still help while I'm away. Um, but the beauty of, you know, my job, my work is that I can take a laptop and as long as I answer my phone and emails, I can be anywhere. So, um, I love to attend sporting events or, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, whatever, uh, I'm an avid golfer, maybe not the best, but, uh, I, I like to play. We'll give it a shot. So, um, you know, um. Uh, you know, try to work out here and there and get in the water once in a while. So just got to enjoy the connection. Enjoy the beauty of Hawaii. Waiting for a connection. Oh, crazy. So that's my, <laughs> that's my, uh, what do you call it? It's the, Bluetooth, that's your, uh, the sound booth. I was going to say, yeah. it's like your virtual assistant, your Iron Man over yeah. here. You got the, yeah. <laughs> once in a while, um, it just goes off like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't, I've never hooked up to it. So. I haven't taken advantage of that, but uh, it's it's something. Yeah, yeah. Where was the last place you traveled? Um, we just came back. Well, my uh, I was hoping my son. He recently had a surgery, tore up his knee playing collegiate soccer. So, 
um, we were up in LA getting him post-surgery and all this kind of stuff. Uh, unfortunately, but, you know, fortunately for him, you know, we were able to, you know, he's right there. So we, we just flew up and had Thanksgiving in a hotel for a week and trying to get up some uh, rehab and, and get him back. So fortunately or unfortunately, that was the last trip. But he's in uh, France right now, studying abroad for a semester. So oh, cool. right now we're, we're making accommodations to go visit him in, uh, in March for like a week during his spring break. Yeah. Go, you know, try to go to Paris and Rome and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, yeah, kids are young once, trying to, you know, get it all in and good excuse to go. Yeah, absolutely. Or what it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And good for him studying abroad. I think that's such a great experience when you're in school. I hope his knee fully recovers so he can get back on the the soccer pitch for sure. Um, So if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to connect? Um, Give me a call. Send me an email. Um, However, reach out, you know, your social media. DM me or whatever. Um, but yeah, always, always here pretty much, yeah, pretty much every day, right? In and out in some way or shape or form, depending on appointments. But uh, yeah, hit me up. That'd be great. Thank Thanks you. for being here, man. Thanks for sharing. I right, Wade. Thanks, Alex. Mm-hmm.